Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Right, okay, look, before we get going, today's subject is not better than Brian Danielson. In fact, I would go on record as saying that no wrestler is better than Brian Danielson. And I genuinely feel privileged to be a wrestling fan when he is wrestling and watch him wrestling and go, ha, ha, flub me, he's good at wrestling. There is a story to all of this, though, so sit down and get yourself a cup of coffee or a tea. Because that's right, we are going to chat about today, da 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 none other than Alex Riley. And we have to go back to the original concept for NXT to do this. And if you don't know, when that did come around, it was a game show. I am not kidding. Now, I still don't totally understand the idea, but basically we would take a rookie or a newbie and we would team them up with a WWE superstar and just make them do really embarrassing things to see how they'd handle it. No, I don't get it. I mean, it was the most Vince McMahon thing ever, including going, surprise, you now have to go out in front of thousands of people and cut a live promo and sometimes even being like, oh, you've got to learn these lines in two and a half minutes. And then if you did forget, you were dubbed not good enough to become a wrestler. I'm just gonna turn this way and start to leave because that doesn't make any sense. It's why if you do look up Eli Cottonwood or Michael McGillicutty, you will die a little bit inside because they had to do this. They were talking about moustaches, which obviously is always gonna main event WrestleMania, or Genesis, and no, not the band Phil Collins. Although if you did think that, why wouldn't you think that? I mean, nothing else going on here has any kind of logic to it. So yeah, you're going to be the Phil Collins wrestler. This is when it does all tie in, because let's be honest with ourselves, and he would tell you too, Daniel Bryan was a part of this, and he didn't do that much better either. I mean, he was team with The Miz, and they did have some kind of a chemistry. But once again, we were just hurling things at this person. I mean, 99.9% of us would have totally dropped the ball. I mean, his thing is you had to come up with a catchphrase. Now, because he is quite a quick thinker, he did come up with snap or tap. Although actually that sounds like some kind of kid's card game. It meant that Daniel soon became unsure of himself and this was by design. Every little thing here was meant to make you feel uncomfortable in your tum-tum. I'm sure you can see where we're going with this as well because there was one dude that somehow thrived in such a situation more power to him. That's right, it was Alex Riley. And he debuted on the second season of this as some sort of shock jock athlete, but he did have something like during his first ever entrance, once again, was in front of thousands of people. He heard somebody heckling him, so he went up and got in their face like, don't you talk like that to me. Now, that is instincts, but also within the confines of NXT, they didn't want you to do anything like this, but he did. He had some balls. And Alex just didn't seem all that scared, which helped him tremendously. And then he was paired with The Miz. And I tell you, 
these two just bounced off each other. It was quite clearly a main roster act. And this was mostly because they were the same person. And when we got to week two, he was taking on Loki, who was known as Cavill, and he more than held his own. And in week three, he had to do an out-of-nowhere promo. Look, it wasn't great or anything, but it certainly was decent, and it caught your eye. But he just had that thing that WWE looked for, and also it made them so damn excited, because now they could walk around with their big flag saying, Haha, we told you this whole NXT thing would work, because look who we have here, we're going to turn him into a star. I mean, Riley would even push his luck by going too long in interview segments to try and get people talking about him, and this even won the plaudits of Michael Cole. And if you're now wondering, well, why is that important? Well, for some reason, old Mikey here had been told to bury every single competitor, which is why if you do watch this today, you will just hear him calling Brian Daniel a nerd over and over again. As we have arrived here, there's nothing wrong with being a nerd. We're all nerds in braces. It does also mean we have to chat about the Talk the Talk segment, which, yes, was basically one big promo off when people had random words thrown at them and they had to cut a promo. And poor Caval, who we've already talked about, he had to do one about a chicken. Once again, I'm not joking. So he went down the whole route of saying, I'm not a chicken. It was like, yes, I know you're not a chicken. And it was all like, oh, you know, I'm not a big man, but I've got a big heart. It sounds like something you'd get on WWE 2K23. And look, nobody else did much better. But when Alex Riley got the word pigeon, he somehow figured it out. Just from nowhere, he said, all right, fine, I'm the rooster in this hen house. Now look, that is a little bit cheesy, but it's also very WWE. And once again, everyone was going, this mother flubbers figured it out. I do want to mention Percy Watson, who was definitely in the running as well, but you could just tell that officials had warmed to Alex Riley. And as soon as they could get him on Aurora Smackdown, it's exactly what they were gonna do. So when we do jump to 2023 and he is the forgotten man, the big question, it's why. Well, obviously, I'm going to tell you. Now, you can still see the fingerprints of this on modern-day TV, but if you go back to the 2010s, Vince McMahon's favourite thing to do was to team two people up so he could just split them up again. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. Apparently, according to Vince, if you have a friend, eventually one of you is going to stab the other in the back. So this is exactly what we did with The Miz and Alex Riley in 2011, but I would just shout it to the rooftops. There was no need. I mean, fans didn't massively want to see it. Alex Riley and The Miz were so good together, they even caused a big old chaos at WrestleMania 27. And we took so long to pull the damn trigger that when we did, nobody gave a damn. There's also the fact that Alex wasn't a natural babyface. Now look, he could have grown into this role, but one, he was still kind of green at the time, and two, some individuals just suit certain characters. For example, The Miz, I mean, we could drag him in. Or Randy Orton, bad guy, John Cena, good guy. Now once again, it doesn't mean they can't flip on a dime, but this version of themselves is probably the one that's going to sell the most tickets. Remember we did get to the Capital Punishment pay-per-view and Alex beat The Miz, Everyone was just like, well, flub me sideways. What are we meant to do now? You just took away the magic. And we do also have to say that Alex Riley wasn't entirely to blame here, because let's go back to the previous Raw Rumble. And look, this all comes down to the rumour mill, but there is a lot of evidence out there. And ain't that great? Because on this night, he was meant to throw out John Cena, which would have been a career-making moment. But instead, when he was tussling with Cena and Kofi Kingston in the corner, he slipped and he eliminated himself. Whoops. And there's certainly evidence to this, because when he does hit the floor, go and look at John Cena's face, who basically freaks out. But also, Cena then spends the rest of the rumble communicating with the referees on the outside. They were clearly telling him something. It's also why the Miz of all people is the guy to eliminate Cena, and he wasn't officially in the thing, because they wanted to involve Riley somehow, who did come back and kind of smack Cena one. 
But yeah, this did fall through the floor. And as we know in WWE, when this does happen backstage, your stock goes down just a little bit. It meant when he finally did become a babyface, he was going to have to achieve good things right away. Otherwise, people would remember this. And when it didn't work, of all the things, we turned him into a colour commentator or the analyst, where he would appear on post-Raw and Smackdown shows and kind of break wrestling down in the strangest way ever. You don't have to shoot forward to 2015 before he got back in the ring. This is when he started a Twitter campaign with the hashtag FreeRiley, started walking around going, oh man, I'm Rage, like R-A-G-E. That did lead him to getting in the ring of NXT. He had a little bit of a program with Kevin Owens. This was mostly KO looking at him and going, man, you are an idiot. I mean, when you get to May 2016, he did get released after he suffered an injury in 2015. And when you do look back on it now, it's just like, what could and should have been? There is some extra fodder here that we do have to discuss. and It does tie into John Cena, because I'm sure you've seen the internet murmurings. Apparently, these two didn't get on at all because Cena was the big dog. Well, that ain't great. Arn Anderson has weighed in on this, and he says that Riley once shrugged off some advice from Cena, but that just seems so daft to me. Like, if I was backstage, and John came up and said, Simon, I think you should do a dog gimmick, I'd be like, woof, woof, how loud should I bark? Alex has come out and said that it's down to some backstage arguments, and there are some clips out there of them getting really physical in the ring. But man, we're never going to know. But if you don't get on with the biggest star in the company, I'm not really sure what you can do. The nice news is that Riley did make a comeback this year in the NWA. I mean, I'm not sure what he wants to do now, but hopefully he can close the chapter on this book, but it just goes to show. I remember seeing all of this back in 2010, 2011, and even I was like, oh man, Alex Riley is going to fly. And here we are 10 years later. Well, he didn't really do much of anything. I mean, he still did make it to WWE, which is incredible. Never forget that, but yeah. I at least thought he'd have a run as the Intercontinental Champion. Sometimes wrestling can be totally crazy. So now look, please do leave me a comment below and let me know what you think about Alex Riley. And maybe more importantly, what did you think about the original concept for NXT? Because I remember watching that too and I was like, man, maybe this ain't for me anymore. This a weird show. Also, you can click the video that's on the screen right now to continue on your video journey here at What Culture. When you can like the video, share the video and subscribe. We also have a website called whatculture.com where we talk about this kind of stuff all of the time in case you do like to read. And we're on social media. What Culture WWE, Simon316. Come say hello. My name is Simon Miller from What Culture. I am well into goofy wrestling for life, which is the strangest thing I have ever said. More importantly, I just wish health and happiness to the human race because I'm a weird, positive Pete kind of a guy. But you're allowed to hate me, but I'll love you. It happened again. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.